Good morning. My name is Aaron Lazar. I'm recording my very first podcast. And why? Well, I've actually thought about recording podcasts on many different topics over the years. But uh, recently, I've uh, been diagnosed with uh, MS, which actually is uh, still up for debate, but that seems to be the case. So it's been a crazy month, and I thought I'd reach out into the ether. I'm sure there's quite a few people that have been in similar situations. I know I was been looking for lots of knowledge and uh, figured maybe I could impart a bit of wisdom with regards to what I've had happen to me personally in my short period of time. I'm from Canada. I live in Toronto. And uh, let's see, where to start? Well, uh, about four weeks ago, I had a little accident. Uh, I work as an IT consultant and... Um, I was up in a ladder, uh, about four steps up, so a good height, uh, trying to get out a router that was uh, way up high and faulty, and suddenly had a little slip and fell. Uh, hurt my back, hurt my leg. Couldn't figure out what was happening. Went to the hospital, did x-rays, uh, said, yeah, there was a bit of bruising, but nothing broken. Thank goodness, should be fine. Stay home for a few days off your feet. So I did. But I started to notice some odd side effects. Number one was uh, some dizziness. And as the dizziness started occurring, I started realizing, you know, when I was up on the ladder, I was dizzy. That's what made me fell. So I went back to the doctor, let them know. Anyways, uh, my uh, GP has been on medical leave, actually, for the past couple of years. So instead of going to the other doctor, uh, which is way across town, um, through his practice, I decided just to go to the new local walk-in clinic and uh, explain what was going on to the doctor. He asked me a bunch of questions. Uh, Do you have other illnesses? Yada, yada. And um, I said, no, not really. But um, I should note that uh, some of the symptoms I'm developing quickly are reminiscent of MS. And my dad has MS. He's had it for 25 years. Uh, My dad is now 76. He's roughly 30 years older than me. I'm 45. He was officially diagnosed around 52. But when they looked back through his MRIs, they really traced it back to not long off my age, somewhere between 46 and 47 years old. So that stands to reason. Uh, so, of course, with MS, I do know a, a fair bit about it. My dad having had it for 25 years. Uh, some friends with it as well, a couple of colleagues. So I'm actually fairly familiar, and at least familiar enough to know that there is uh, no such thing as a 100% diagnosis in MS. MS is uh, diagnosis is based on um, speculative things. Number one, of course, not speculative doing MRI in the brain, uh, doing MRI in the spinal, in and around the spinal cord, looking for inflammation, look, inflammation, looking for white spots, plaque, etc. Um, but a lot of it has to do with uh, patient feedback. And um, all patients have completely different scenarios, different signs uh, to different degrees, at different times, in different ways. So uh, what's interesting and frustrating about this, about this illness is that uh, they're not certain what causes it, and it's actually incredibly difficult to diagnose with any kind of real certainty. So that's a challenge. Uh, the fact that it uh, is in my genes, apparently, no one else that we know of on either side of the family, but my dad has it, stands to reason. Um, they say smoking is a contributed factor. I was a smoker for decades. I have quit. I had quit before this for about a year, uh, but uh, still, that's a factor. Um, eating foods high in inflammation, that is a factor and I've been uh, I know I'm laying out a lot of information quickly and there are things I'll talk about in the future but 
I'm vegan. I went vegan about six and a half years ago. I've been diagnosed uh, type 2 diabetic a good 15 years ago, and I was trying to do a diet control that wasn't working. Finally said, to hell with it. I'm going vegan. Um, that helped a lot. Brought down my blood sugars, in fact, uh, to basically normal. And I was doing the pinpricks uh, every day, then every week, every month. And that pretty much went by the wayside, except for doctor checkups, the odd time. Um, any illnesses that I used to get, you know, needing antibiotics, this and that, that all disappeared. So that was great. Lost a lot of weight. Went from, at my height, I was well over 300 pounds. On average, about 275, 280. Um, was uh, dropped down quite a bit when I got married. And, um, uh, yeah, my uh, when I went vegan... I was weighing in at about uh, 245 to 250, went all the way down to 179. That is the lowest I've ever been in my life, I can tell you. Probably since, uh, oh Christ, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years old. Um, in fact, yeah, I'd say probably 10. So that was pretty amazing. I put weight back on because I went back to processed foods. I still stayed vegan this whole time. It's been wonderful. But I went back to a lot of processed foods, and it's sort of a two-pronged attack which is eating the processed foods, which are unhealthy and cause inflammation, and not eating as many of the healthy foods, of course, which help, uh, you know, with regards to vitamin intake, nutrients, etc., etc., more energy, better sleep, all that good stuff. So that brought me back up to, I want to say, at one point, maybe 230. Very unhealthy, certainly in the obese rate. Um, so I've been kind of back and forth. I fluctuate between 230 on the high down to about, you know, 210, 215. Haven't been able to crack down to 200. Anyways, not that it's all about weight, but, you know, when you're young, you're always overweight. That's how you tend to look at things through life. So, uh, anyway, so fast forwarding. Um, so, what I decided was, uh, yeah, um, I need to go back to as healthy as I can. And um, so, that's what I've done. So, anyways, I know I'm all over. But basically, uh, back to the diagnosis. So, doctor says to me, okay, we're going to send you for blood work, which he did to a clinic. Um, my uh, diabetes rate was a little high for the first time, actually. It was uh, 6.3 or 6.4, uh, and that was um, after fasting. So not tragic, but certainly indicates, you know, as he said, pre-diabetic, which, you know, I was diabetic, but the number was high. So I said, okay. He said vitamin D was a bit low and vitamin uh, B was a bit low. Also not that surprising uh, with regards to vitamin D, living in the climate we live in, far from the equator. Uh, cold climate in Canada tends to be, you know, indoors more or less access to vitamin D and even outdoor, uh, the sun tends to be farther away. Now I've gone through periods of my life, like everyone else, hyped up on vitamins, then move away from vitamins, you know, up and down. So I uh, was off vitamin D and off vitamin B. Now vitamin B is very important for, vi for um, vegans. You're not getting it through. It's the one thing that uh, typically we do rely on for um, from some sort of animal product or from algae. And, but we supplement. We get foods that are laced, if you will, with uh, vitamin B, B12 and B complex. So that helps, like nutritional yeast and uh, other foods that are fortified. And that helps, but, you know, I come and go right with the way I'm eating. I'll eat healthier, I'll eat unhealthy. So not, it's not consistent enough. So the, the vitamin B was down, the vitamin D was down. Nothing terrible. They were not in the danger zones. They were just flagged as low and uh, my blood sugar level was a bit high. Nothing to indicate anything really definitive, you know, related to MS, just other signs of concern like smoker in the past, dad has MS, all of these things. So then um, uh, I started getting worse, um, not better. 
Now, my back started hurting, but in a different way. I started getting these uh, terrible crampings and uh, numbness started appearing, uh, which spread very rapidly to about 80% of my body. Got the pins and needles on both my feet. Both my legs went numb, and I was numb up to the breastplate, uh, except for my right arm, and I am right-handed, thank goodness, was completely fine. And everything above the breastplate was totally fine. But my left arm, completely numb, and all the way down. Uh, weakness uh, was my right leg and my left arm. So again, I'm a righty, so that wasn't so bad, but the loss of dexterity has been very difficult. I can lift my phone, but it feels like someone else is doing it. And uh, very difficult to type. I'm an IT consultant and uh, do many other things, but that's my bread and butter. And uh, typing is becoming very tricky with my left hand. With my right leg, uh, that's been the difficult one uh, for a few reasons. Number one, ocular. Uh, I've developed double vision when looking straight on. Uh, far worse in the mornings, gets better as my day goes on, and then becomes difficult again towards the end of the day. If I, I wear glasses, now if I angle my eyes to the side, to the side, left or right, the double vision disappears, but looking straight on, it's there. The farther away someone is, the worse it is. Closer up, not so bad. Do for a pair of reading glasses, bifocals as well. Hey, that's just presbyopia getting old. Um, but the double vision, that's new. It's a side-by-side, -side, not an up and down. Uh, then, uh, the other problem is that I've got the um, weakness in the right leg with regards to the musculature. So, uh, my gait has been getting worse and worse and worse. Coupled with the fact that my balance is completely screwed. So, what's happening with that is, um, sitting or laying down, balance is fine. As soon as I'm up on my feet, if I start moving my head around, Oh boy, a howdy. The dizziness is brutal. Uh, to the point where if I'm uh, standing straight and I look up to my right, I will fall over pretty much every time. And then getting up is a nightmare because I have incredible stiffness now in my joints, in my waist, on the left and the right, and the back. So I progressed uh, within a matter of two weeks, not even, uh, but 12 days from being stiff, but being able to walk, to walking very slow, to having my wife go out and buy me a cane, to getting me a stroller, and finally to not really even be able to walk with the stroller. That was within 12 days. Terrifying. Um, basically, every symptom of MS, except for blindness, uh, which again is just one factor, but I certainly had the ocular issue with the double vision. So you could argue that I had everything, trouble peeing, not, not uh, having you know, bowel movements, excuse me as well. Um, trouble peeing because when I would try and pee standing, as I've always done since a young boy, couldn't do it because every time I was standing, the muscles on my right leg would give, you know, my leg would buckle and that would clench everything and made it tough. So I started sitting down and do it, but that was getting harder too. So the long and the short of it is that walk-in doctors send me to a god-awful hospital. Uh, god-awful, I had no idea until I went there, but they were all just terrible, terrible, terrible. In the waiting room, everybody I dealt with sent me for an MRI, got the results from this terrible doctor uh, in the hospital who said, yes, sir, uh, you have MS. That was it. Nothing else. He said, I'm going to refer you to a neurologist. And we did. And I thought, this guy was bad in the hospital. The neurologist was 10 times worse. This guy's been a neurologist for 40 years. I asked him questions. He said almost nothing. And in the end, he basically said, I'm going to refer you to an MS clinic in the city. It turns out it was a pretty crappy one. Uh, and the problem is, when we called the MS clinic... And they finally uh, answered our call. They said it was going to be a year. A year. till they could see me. A year. 
Now, we live in a house, not a huge house, but a nice size house. Stairs to get in, stairs to the basement, stairs to get upstairs. I can barely walk with the stroller at all. And they said to me, I'm going to be waiting a year, which, of course, I did not accept. I am a pretty loving guy. I have a good, positive attitude, but I don't put up with bullshit. So what I did was I got on the phone and I called my father's neurologist, who is wonderful. You know, she's been around the family 25 years. My dad's had MS. Uh, relapsing, remitting. Not sure if I mentioned it, but yes, he does. Oh, I did. And uh, he's gotten better and worse, mostly worse over the years. Has to do with um, a lack of desire to improve. Did not really engage in any of the treatments they recommended. His personal choice. Uh, but it did teach me several lessons watching him and other friends and colleagues that have similar situation. But certainly my father gave me the first-hand look for decades into MS. And I'm a researchaholic, so I know a fair bit about it. And of course, once this came up with me, I started researching nonstop. So I uh, spoke to the neurologist who wasn't going to be able to see me for a few weeks, but I said, doctor, please, this is, I, I, I can't live like this. I have to go and speak to someone and get some treatment. She said, Aaron, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get off your ass. You're going to go into your hospital, which is close. And you are going to go and tell them that your neurologist, which is me, has told you to come in and go for a full MRI because the only MRI they did was on the brain. So I went in there and met with a few doctors. First of all, the treatment at this hospital has been unbelievable. And I, and I will say the name at the uh, hospital once I've left. I'll be here for another few days. Um, miraculous. Miraculous. When I say miraculous, I'm talking from the neurologist to the clinicians to the technicians to the porters to the cleaning staff. I have met well over 60 people in the seven days I've been here, and they have been nothing short of miraculous. I need to say that, because people always bitch and complain about hospitals and the long wait times and how shitty it is and blah, blah, blah. It is bullshit. Don't listen to it. Yes, it takes time. It's because everyone in this damn country will get seen and get treated. They have been treating me like gold. They care. It's made a big difference. Anyways, I came in here, finally saw the neurologist here. I fell in love. My dad's neurologist will not be my neurologist, as wonderful she is. My doctor, Dr. Moses, amazing guy. And as I mentioned to him laughingly one, one of the times he was here, I said, listen, Moses, you know who your brother is from the Bible, right? It's me. It's Aaron. So you damn it, you're going to take care of me or I'm going to mom and dad, which put him on the floor. Anyways, so... Um, He's been working closely with me. I've been working closely with several doctors. So where we are now is he, he said to me, I don't know why the hell they didn't do the, other, the full MRI um, of your spine, but we're going to do that. So we did that. And a lot of inflammation in and around the spine, as he put it, inflammation and plaque. He said to me, well, here's the thing, Aaron. You have, uh, the, I've seen the results from the other hospital, from your brain. I've seen the results here. He said, normally with these results, you can see the lesions. It's clearly MS. It would put me at 95%. He said, no one can ever tell you 100%. It's MS. However, the placement and a couple of things are very atypical for MS. Regardless of where they are, the pattern of them is atypical. He said, I have to tell you, it's brought me down from 95 to 75%. I said, okay. So what do we do now? He says, well, now we got to do a spinal tap, which took them two times because I'm big boned, apparently. They had to use a 15 centimeter needle the second time they get in. So that sent me down to, first he did it in our room, couldn't, in my room, couldn't get it. 
first thing 7.30 in the morning. Later in the afternoon, I was down in radiology. I finally had to use a 15-centimeter needle and a shit ton of freezing, and uh, they got to the fluid. So the next day, they had sent it out all over the place. They got the initial results back. Now, what he said to me is this, because his plan was to put me on a five-day high, high dosage of uh, corticosteroid uh, prednisone and uh, high dosage for five days, which he said that's the key is get that inflammation down so that some of these things will start to subside and then, of course, occupational therapy and get you back up on your feet again. I mean, I'm a young man. I got two young kids, uh, eight and three. I actually had three girls. Another story, we lost one not long after birth. Sorry to throw that in there, but can't deny her. She's my special girl who uh, taught me a lot of things, including uh, unconditional love. So here, here to her. Um, but my two girls that are still around are eight and three years old. I said, I got two kids that are relying on me. I got a business, clients relying on me, family, friends, got to get on my feet. So, um, he said, well, here's the, here's the number one teller. And there's a lot of others, but here'll be the key. He said, your uh, white blood cell counts. He said, it's totally separate in your spinal fluid from your system. It gives different indicators. He said, a a range, a normal range is five. He said, 10 to 20, we're going to find fine. 100 and up, that's cause for concern. More confusion. Took my level. Well, I think you know where this is going. 129. So he sits down on the chair first thing in the morning, holding his forehead. I said, oh, shit. The thing I love about this guy is he's rated one of the top neurologists in the country, but he could be a guy I went to school with. I take it he's around my age, and he's what we call in Yiddish a kibitz or a joker, but very bright, very serious. And he had his head in his hand. He's like, shit, Aaron, I don't know what to tell you yet. He goes, we're still going. I was hoping it was going to be five or six and we'd be all set. He says, but it's more atypical behavior. So he says, it's not like I'm able to move up from that 75 to the 95. We're still at the 75. He says, everyone else that's here that I presented to, I told them verbally. This is where the patterns are showing up. What would you say it is? They all said the same thing. It's MS. Then he showed them all the imaging. They said, okay, that's cause for concern. So the problem is that he, now in the meantime, he had given me the first dose of um, the corticosteroid, which helped because the first day, for the first time in my life, I got a catheter. It was only an in and out because my uh, urine level was up to 800, which they said is extremely dangerous because it, something could pop, something could rupture rather, and uh, I could wind up with a bladder infection and all these terrible things. So that was obviously cause for concern. So... I said, okay, uh, I tried it once. It was god-awful. I would not allow them to leave it in. Uh, I'm not usually that fussy, but it was terrible. I just wouldn't be able to sleep with it. They started at 9.30 at night. So I said, you've drained enough, take it out. In the morning, urine levels back up to 350, 400. I said, all right, let me see if I can pee. When pee, I was able to pee sitting down. Hour later, peed again. Hour later, peed again. It started to come back. Still could not make a movement. So only number ones, no number twos. But I was able to pee properly. My musculature in my stomach was starting to return. The muscles related to when you go to the bathroom and you have to push a little or whatever, just, you know, to not hold on and to let go. I could feel them. Fat was an improvement. Um, What else? Uh, The numbness still 100% there, um, but I felt more stable. Still wobbly on my feet, but more myself bit better in my leg. Um, so just subtle things, but definitely making a difference. So that, I, the fact that I knew I wasn't going to have to get the catheter, that just made my day. Like, I can't begin to tell you. So anyways, um, I said, to, so going back to when the doctor was there holding his head, I said, listen, 
He was literally conversing with me and himself at the same time. Love this guy. Involved me. No talking down to me. He says, you know, Aaron, he says, the thing is, his debate was, we gave you the first dose. We, we have four more to give you one a day. He says, I'm debating whether or not to give you the second dose because even though it's clearly inflammation and you want to treat it with steroid, the question is, if you have something else like this disease, which you can all look up on your own, called NMO, which I had never heard of, is an oddball disease. I think it was finally discovered in 2004, very recently. And if, tell me if this sounds familiar. Ocular, um, spinal, brain, dizziness, incurable. I mean, very similar to MS, but not MS. So there's that. And there's other things. He said it could be an infection. They had the infectious disease department come in. They did all kinds of scans and tests and well, mostly questions. Saying, was, have I been out of the country? Was I around Batwana? Was I this? Was I that? The truth is I haven't been. You know, I've been... You know, I've got young kids, I kept telling them. I said, we go away every year to a cottage in Aurelia, family, friends. We went for two weeks, uh, right on Lake Simcoe. It's gorgeous. Uh, that's it. Been to, I haven't left the country in more than 10 years. And, you know, not exposed to anything crazy, nothing more than mosquito bites and no West Nile and on and on and on. So nothing crazy, just, you know, typical Canuck, you know, doing his thing. So anyways, so... Um, he said, so I just, I'm not sure what to recommend because obviously we'd attack the inflammation, even if it was several other things. The question is, after the five days, what do we do then? How do we treat you going forward in a week, two, a month, a year? That's where they are now. So all of my fluids, which they keep draining from me, the blood and the uh, spinal fluid and everything else, they're shipping all across the country. In fact, I was pretty impressed. He said they had to get governmental permission to send one or two of my samples to some special hidden secretive lab in Calgary, of all places, um, where they apparently get samples of all kinds of interesting things from all over the country and the world, apparently. So uh, <laughs> clearly, I'm a difficult case, an atypical case. So that's, that's pretty much where we are now. Um, they have poked and prodded and tapped and zapped. Uh, I've now, on the course, I've had my third dose of the uh, steroids. My first was uh, Thursday, Friday, and yesterday was Saturday. Today is Sunday, um, uh, the 21st of October, I believe. going to be Halloween soon. I'd like to be home for that, but not looking good. Anyway, so uh, I've got dose four today, dose five tomorrow, which should be the final intravenous dose of the prednisone. And they injected me on Friday with a nuclear dye. They're giving me... I'm going to forget the name. They're giving me a nuclear test on Monday, similar to an MRI, but it's all nuclear-based because now they want to give me the equivalent of an entire body, quote-unquote, scan, MRI type of thing, but nuclear because they want to see if there's inflammation anywhere else to try and add another piece to this puzzle. So, so that's where I am. So this is just, it's a crazy, wacky thing. Um, I went through a couple weeks of real hell. Um, I would say seven days of complete disaster, despair. Um, you know, I know MS doesn't kill you. I'm lucky. I know a lot about it. But uh, I mean, just, you know, the worst, just the worst. But fortunately, I'm an optimist. I've been through a lot in my life. Um, I have a lot of people I love dearly. Some family, some are friends, some are colleagues, some are people I meet every day who I fall in love with. Um, I just, I've always been an optimist, although gone through 
big stages of youth and even as I've gotten older of falling a bit into towards depression, no more. That's all gone. Um, it's hard. It's hard right now, but I feel good. I feel optimistic. Um, I feel proud. I feel happy. And actually, I feel lucky. Because whatever comes my way, I know I'm going to be able to deal with it. And that's where I am right now. There's going to be a lot more to come. I don't know if anyone's going to hear this. I hope so. I hope it helps um, to let someone know that there's others out there. It helped me to read and hear from other people to know they're out there, to see how they've progressed. I'm not going to push any one way. Or, Like I said, I'm vegan. I'm not saying that's a cure. I, I'm vegan. I still develop that mess. Um, I'll tell you this, though. They say being a smoker affects it. Having a family member with it affects it. Eating a lot of, you know, shitty foods affects it. But in the end, there's millions of people that do all those things that never get MS. MS is a very confusing, difficult thing for the doctors, for the community at large, let alone us. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. And don't let anyone tell you that something doesn't work. You want to try alternative medicine? Go for it. Just be safe about it. Always go to a clinician, whether it's an MD or an ND or whomever it is. Speak with your friends. Speak with colleagues. Take opinions. Research. Try something. Try other things. Be safe. Be smart. Don't be dogmatic in any philosophy. It's not going to help. Depression is the worst part of it to my to Mike's limited experience for myself and my experience with my dad and others. Stay positive as much as you can. You get up one day, you're exhausted, just can't get out of bed, it's happened to me, roll over, go back to sleep. You have a little bit of energy that day, get up, take advantage of it. You're tired, lay down and rest. People will understand. And you know what? If they don't, too goddamn bad. This is what you're dealing with. Rely on people, rely on yourself. Keep the people at bay who are going to make life difficult for you. I don't care if it's your spouse, your parent, your child, or your boss, whomever it is. This is about you. Taking care of yourself, finding your level, your new level, because your life's changed. My life has changed. That's okay. Something tells me it's going to end up changing for the better. Anyways, if anyone does read this, anyone does hear this, has any questions, I'm happy to chat. I have a big mouth. And I'm even more happy to listen. Anyways, this has been Aaron Lazar. If you have listened, thanks so much. Look forward to hearing from you. Take care now. Bye-bye.